Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. On episode 23 of the Galen Trombley Show, I have my good friend Mike Cross on. Uh, we go into his background in the fire department, um, his current position as a 9-11 dispatcher, and we also touch on um, one of our all-time favorite uh, events of the year, Crossapalooza. I hope you guys enjoy episode 23 of the Galen Trombley Show. On episode 23 of the Galen Trombley Show, actually that kind of sounds like my normal intro, but uh, we're here on episode 23 of the Galen Trombley Show. I have my good friend uh, Mike Cross here. Um, I'll probably refer to him as Kono for most of this, but so if you want to know, maybe we can get into the backstory of why we call him that. But um, he is a loyal listener of the Galen Trombley Show and a you know good friend. Um, we've we've had some some good times together, and uh, I'm glad he could make it on on. And I think we're gonna have Kind of a different uh, background on a lot of, we haven't really had anybody that does um, part of, you know, kind of like, I guess the main job being the dispatcher and a couple other things that you do. So we're going to kind of hear different perspectives, more more than I've ever heard or newer than I've ever heard. Um, and then, like I said, have some have some good laughs while we uh, we drink some American Canadian beer here. So it'll be good. So uh, uh, Kono, welcome to the show. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate uh, it. Um, Happy to be here. So, so you've... You've been a loyal um, Galen Trombley show listener since pretty much day one. Of course, I think of course. you're. I think you're actually one of my most consistent listeners. So, um, I, I don't even need to really ask. Sometimes I ask my guests, "Have you actually heard the show before?" Most of them ha- actually have, or they do some research. But you've listened, I think, majority of them, so you know exactly kind of how the gist goes. So it's kind of laid back and fun. But for people that don't know you, give us a little background. Um, you know, so people kind of up to 2019. Uh, Mike Cross again. I, I would even say how you got the, I guess your nickname. I kind of know, but I, I want to hear your perspective. The nickname Kono, huh? The nickname Kono. Uh, well, you know, born and raised on Sable Forks, Fern. I think we're going to touch on that a little bit. We will. We Fern will. Lake. Uh, you know, my parents. Um, I I went to Catholic school in uh, in Sable, and then ended up going to Sable Valley for a couple of years, and I ended up transferring to Seton. Uh, through my rest of my high school years where I graduated from, I met your wife there, uh, one grade below me. And, uh, from there I went to college, Clinton community. I did for uh, two years. I was actually going for pre-education. And then, uh, at the time before I got out of school, that people were just talking like they're going to be a push for teachers. Everybody's going to need to be a teacher. You know, Mm -hmm. people are retiring and all this stuff. And at the time I was having, you know, we were looking and people couldn't find jobs up here for teachers they weren't retiring like they thought they were going to so i took the corrections test and uh that was in 2005 and uh from there i just that's been my career since and i you know uh when i got out of high school i did uh some community service i did the volunteer fire department volunteer ambulance squad and i went through the ranks through those places and um had my daughter in 2008 and uh she's 11 now wow dating myself dating myself a little bit right you know and uh up until this point i'm still employed in clinton correctional going on 13 years and uh been a 911 dispatcher for clinton county for just going on seven this year yeah doesn't Uh, even seem possible so pre-education is what you were going for that's what i was going for actually yeah i mean everybody knows kevin patnode right 
I, I know I know the name. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Pattenhold. He, he was a history teacher at uh, All Sable Valley. And, uh, just took a liking to that. I, I did. He, he kind of fueled my fire. I'm a history buff anyway. Yeah. Love history. And, uh, I, something I wanted to do and I figured that would be my path, you know, it was fair in math and science, mm-hmm. uh, better in English and history. Yeah. Math and science would come from mom. Yeah. English history. That's Ralph. That's Ralph. That's, that's Ralph. Ralph. That's Ralph all the way. I, uh, no, that, that um, that, that was actually my, when I left high school, my mom was a teacher. My dad was in, well, obviously in real estate. So I kind of went, I wanted to either be teaching or business, never really wanted to do real estate. But the teaching thing was, I seriously thought about that probably because it's the only thing I really knew as, as an 18 year old, cause you're exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously if you have good teachers, I think you, um, you take a liking towards it because they, like I said, you know, if, if um, Kevin was kind of a, you know, uh, an influence on you at especially at a young age when you're you're kind of looking for some type of role model to kind of show you what you know these are good career paths that you could take so what and then i mean what what was the time period on that pre-education meaning like when when would you have graduated roughly probably around 2005 6 somewhere in that range uh yeah you know i i think i probably would have been starting my masters around 2006 because when i i think that carried over because when i was in when I was te- or when I went to school and college, which was we're probably about five, six, seven years apart. Yeah, two thousand one. But I think yeah, but I think a lot of that stuff was the same as when I went in because a lot of people went for teaching it was the same thing. There was not a lot of teaching gigs, and I know a lot of people that even have teaching or are teachers now were doing the same thing. They were getting any job they could get. It yeah. wasn't their specialty. Um, and I, I don't know what the job market's like right now as a teacher, but well, I, I mean, I think I think too, you know, speaking that I was going to. I wanted to become a history teacher. I think when you look back now and look at history, mm-hmm. you know, we went through the housing crisis in 2008 and stuff like that. So people were scared. Yep. They didn't want to retire. It was a different world from yep. when we started growing up and Very stuff true. like that, yep. you know, walking the streets and stuff like that, going to the playground after nine 11, all that stuff changed. Yeah. You know, well, I so, think we see less of that today too. Oh yeah. I mean, I yeah. mean now, now it's like kids can't cross the road without, you know, and I mean, back, I mean, I, th- I think we were just, you know, I, I wouldn't say we were like, well, I, oh, we probably kind of were the gone till dark kind of kids, you know, it got dark, you came home. Oh my God, like, dude, when we were kids. Like riding bikes around. Well, yeah, and, like Chris and I will tell you, I mean, Chris will tell you when we were kids, I mean, we'd, we'd be out at, uh, across town. Yeah. Once it got dark, that's when you played manhunt. Well, that <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. That's when you played manhunt. And manhunt. We'd, we'd do that till 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night and come home and, and, and nobody, nobody said nothing. Yeah. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Now that's kind of ironic considering that there was a a pretty prominent kidnapping in our town and um back at that time back well back oh, in the late 80s yeah yeah carrie lynn nixon yeah yeah i heard about that yeah and, and that was the same street that you know we grew up on and we you know we played manhunt and we did all this stuff but you know we were kids we didn't think about it it's not like today where you you read about these people that yeah. are out you know kidnapping people or you know um whatever crimes are committing it just wasn't well, i think um it's a different are, society. Yeah, things are more exposed now too. I mean, people know about more stuff now than they did back then. Just oh, absolutely. Of the way the news absolutely. is now. Well, social media too. Social media gets a yeah. lot of information out there fast. Fast. I mean, sometimes it's factual, sometimes it's not, yeah. which is yeah. always a that's always that's that's problematic, you know. For well, something. I was just I was just talking about that on uh, actually on the last the last podcast, two podcasts ago, that there was uh, basically talking about how even information with like news and stuff they can swing it was talking about an election how you can swing an election based off of the what they feel like if you type in something 
they can go pro or con whatever well, the candidates well, you, are. Which, you know, it's funny you say that because you look just look to uh, now. So if you go on Google and you search something, right? Yeah. Go on your Facebook or go on your Instagram account and start seeing these ads pop up for something that you Googled. Oh yeah, yeah, retargeting. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. it's crazy. So I mean, they know. Yeah, I mean, people have even talked about I. I don't know if I've seen this before, but people have talked about even like talking on the phone. Like if we were on the phone talking about, you know, Miller Lite and we're like, hey, what do you want to drink? I say Miller Lite. Then people would get retargeted with, you might never texted or did anything like that, yeah. but it would, it would, they would almost like, now I don't know if there's obviously there's stuff in your phone and what you say. It's like there's a greater source that somebody's listening well, to or yeah. paying attention well, it to. Could, it could be the, uh, you know, when you take uh like the transcribe stuff, obviously your phone can recognize voice recognition. So is there ways, I don't know if it's factual or not, if that can actually happen or if it was a coincidence, but you know, if you talk, I've, I've seen that it hasn't happened to me before, but I've seen people that it's happened to where they've just by talking through the phone been a retargeting for whatever they're talking about. And it could have been, you know, anything, a restaurant or, you know, going to a certain place. Hey, you guys want to go to New York city for the weekend and things would start popping up about New York yeah, city. Well, you know, it's, I mean, it's funny because I, I just bought a new mattress back in uh, July of last year. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking, you know, it, it took me a while, you know, pretty big purchase. I mean, that's something you're, yeah. you're sleeping on and, you know, you you, you want to make sure you get what you want and mm -hmm. you're happy with what you buy. And as soon as I did one Google search, I was on Facebook or Instagram one day and I'm looking and all these ads are popping up and, yeah. and I'm like, yep. once I purchased it, never saw another one. Yep. Craziest thing ever. Yeah, you know, never you, saw you see that with flights, like air air flights. You see that with uh, <laughs> I, I uh, shoes. You look up shoes. Pff, next thing you know, you have pop up ads for Nike all over the place or whatever. Book you're... a vacation to Disney. See how many Disney ads you yeah. see pop up on your Facebook. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to go there. I mean, that's yeah. It's it's uh, it's good for marketing. I mean, I've you know coming from kind of a marketing field or background. Now it's like that stuff. Is stuff you really look at targeting absolutely. keywords, no, search behavior. Absolutely, um, it makes things better. It's more efficient, I yeah. mean, especially from a marketing world. But it's just, it is funny that you you constantly get hit with but it. And you know, it's 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 not something that you just um, not something that you're just looking to buy either. So, like, for instance, I've been big into the fire and EMS world mm -hmm. for years, mm -hmm. and I see a lot of stuff pop up on my social media that has to do fire EMS related. Yeah, stuff sure. that ordinarily. You would never see. Yep. Like I see a lot of real estate stuff. I'm, I'm sure you do. Yep. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's funny to see it kind of. Uh, but I get I get things all the time about real estate um, marketing, real estate courses, real estate, you name it. Kind of the same thing like products to increase your, you know, real estate products to increase your Instagram presence products. Like all these people that, you know, but it's just retargeting based off of searching or behavior or whatever your but, keyword is or, or exactly or, is. or whatever you're looking for at that time yeah now you know you could <laughs> you could do something to maybe you're down in the dumps and you're looking for something motivational mm -hmm. and then you'll see stuff popping up from you know tony robbins or or yep. or people that are you know influential people that um yep. you know they, yep. they make a difference in somebody's lives and you'll see that stuff just pop up and pop up and pop up it's crazy when you when you think about it it's well, you know I, I had a i read but but bringing it back full circle that's what these kids are used to now. Oh, yeah. I mean, my daughter's 11. Mm -hmm. She's had an iPhone for two and a half years. Yeah. You know, my niece, same way. Mm -hmm. 
that's what they're used to. They're not used to going out and getting dirty and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. you know, playing around in the sandbox and, you know, just, it's kind of, that's kind of lost and gone by the wayside. Yeah. I think it's good in some, some aspects, especially I, I, because her mother and I aren't together anymore. So I get to contact her whenever I yeah. want. There's, there's de- definitely benefits. I, I don't think there's my only, uh, my only negative with stuff like that is that it keeps kids less active. Absolutely. But, but that's one of the biggest challenges I think as a parent and you'll yeah. find with crew when yeah. he gets older. Um, I, I think as a parent you have to, okay, put that down for a little while. Yeah. Go outside and just get dirty. Yeah. Just get dirty. Just yeah. be a kid. Run around. You know what I mean? And, um, that, that can be a, a juggle, I think for, for some parents nowadays. Well, like what, I said, I think they have their benefits. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for split families and stuff like that, they can uh, you can contact whenever you want. Um, well, I mean, even families like um, I got a pretty big family. We have cousins all over the nation. You know what I mean? It's like I have cousins in Ireland that I see on Facebook. Exactly, it's so great it's cool. for for networking like that mm-hmm. to keep in touch with stuff, especially yeah. if you don't get to talk to those people on an everyday basis. You well, get to see their lives kind of. Progress. Well, what's good is when I see them every five years. Maybe I see them. I don't have to say like, "So where are you living now?" I can say, "Oh, hey, I saw you guys went on that trip." Or yeah, how was that, it? You guys have a good time? Yeah, or so I'm thinking you, about booking one. Right? Yeah, or I saw of course. You, then, yeah. And then and then when you talk about that, then, you're then at the boom, Disney, boom, Disney retargeting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's retargeting. There you go. <laughs> um, well, kind of like what you said with like kids running around. Like one of my favorite things. We'll, we'll get into it later on, but uh, the uh, the cross of Palooza. Cross Palooza, yeah, it's great. It's great. Kids love it. But you right? see, how many kids are there? Oh and my well, god! That, well, to be honest, now give that give that a couple years when all the little ones start running around. Well, think about it. I mean, since since you guys have been coming around, and um, I mean, John and Lindsay didn't make it last year. Hopefully, they no. make it up this year. Yeah, they probably will. Um, but you know, uh, Isaac and Courtney with their kids. And of course, uh, Lily. Two, three, four. Well, uh, five. <laughs> Fathead Chummy, six. Um, yeah. Chummy's the biggest kid there. That that seven, <laughs> seven, eight, maybe yeah. if you count Chummy as two. But um, yeah, but then that's not even counting all the newborns that are all. No, exactly. Amma Karen's going to be busy for She's gonna next, be. next few years. She got the knee done too, yeah. so she's good. She, she double knee. We're, we're she's ready, ready to, go. to rock and roll. She's ready to go. Ready to, Perfect timing. Yeah, ready to rock um, and roll. Yeah, I think I think in the next few years though, we're gonna have we're gonna have to have like probably three tubes out there. I think it's great though. I think it's great that you guys all come up, and I mean, it's like uh, you know we talk about friends and family, but you guys are really like an extension of our family. Oh, like all of our great. friends are yeah. like extensions of our family, and I think it's something that my parents love. And um, well, you my, know, I, I think when we get into it, fern itself, I mean, that's gonna be a. Yeah, we'll, that could we'll, be a conversation. We'll, we'll get in. We'll get into more of that. Hopefully, we get the podcast up there. We will this year. I, this is very portable. Looks, I, it. I can bring. I can, <laughs> we, we can have this set up. I think. I think. Imagine just doing this out on the deck at the table on the deck. Milky with the cigars. We uh, that we'll get into it, but that is one of my all time. That like it's one of the best parts of the best parts me, of the weekend. Me, me, I swear to God, the last probably two or three years, one of my all time favorite memories of fern or just like experiences of fern is when me and you were out there the night me and you were out there for like till one in the morning yeah with kevin uh that was last year was with, that last year yeah with kevin remember he got so drunk well he left well i mean he didn't he didn't well, last I, the whole time. yeah no he well he lost i brought him home at like 1 30 in the morning kevin's kevin's the, the uh was that neighbor. Last, that yeah was last that was year? last year yeah maybe it was yeah it was the night. we were all sitting by the fire that night remember? yeah it was it was the it was the third into the fourth and I remember we we me and you. I mean, we stayed up till two two thirty. Two thirty. It was late. Had, late for you. It wasn't late for me. Yeah, it was kind of normal. Yeah, I worked we, midnight. We had so. a few cigars and beer, and it was like one of those. We, we've lucked out because 
We've had perfect weather. We've had very good weather. I think in, in probably the th- what, three years we've gone up, I can think of one day where it was kind of... It wasn't questionable. bad. It was, it was like, questionable. It was, I think we had a quick rain shower. It was cool, and, and but it, not bad. Yeah. And yeah. Last year was brutal. We've had like 90 plus degrees the last two years. and But at night when it's like... 75, 80 degrees. There's not a bug in outside. Nice little, bree- nice little breeze going through. Just, a sli- just to cool you off and yep. you just smoke yep. a nice little cigar around yep. the campfire. Have a drink. That is, uh, that, that is uh, to me, it's just a good escape. It's, it's a good time. But um, So when, when what got you into the fire department? And how long were you in that? And oh, kind of go with geez. your rank and... and um, yeah. So, uh, so the fire department. So uh, you, you know the ants, right? You know, Midgey just passed away. And uh, yeah, God, I, God, mean, I, God, I know. God, I know, God rest her soul. I know. So more, you know, yeah. when Chris and I were uh, when Chris and I were young, uh, we stayed at the ants. They were like our grandparents. I mean, they were just fantastic people. And uh, coincidentally, they lived right next door to the fire department. So when we were kids, you know, the trucks would go out. We would laugh. We'd joke around. We'd go out and we'd sit there. And I remember we had these two little brown chairs, right? And we'd pull them out. And like on Tuesday nights when they did their trainings and stuff, we'd sit out by the sidewalk in those chairs. And we'd sit there and watch them. And it always kind of intrigued me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris up at Fern, um, when he was a kid, I mean, God, he couldn't have been five years old. He got stung by a bee. And at the time, we didn't know he was allergic. And he was severely allergic. Oh, really? Like, okay. almost stopped breathing. Oh, yeah. It was bad. And he took his first ride in the ambulance. As kids, you think that's, like, the coolest yeah. thing in the world, right? Yeah. You don't you don't realize, like, that's it's there for stuff that goes bad. But he yeah. just had, you know... So we just, um, I don't know, Chris, you know, Chris saw it and did it. He did, Chris got in the fire department as well after I did, but I just took a liking to it. Yeah. And it just, uh, I've always been one to help people out, like helping people, mm-hmm. just kind of yep. my calling, I think. Yep. I don't, I always joke with people because I say, I don't turn wrenches and I don't pound nails. Speaking to people that are mechanics mm-hmm. and that are um, yep. carpenters and stuff like that. I have the highest respect for those people because that's a trade mm-hmm. and I just don't I, have it. I agree. Yeah. But if you need me to walk you through how to do CPR on somebody, mm-hmm. I'm your man. Yeah, I can do it. And um, I took a liking to it. I got in in 2001, right after I got out of high school. And um, it's funny because I had the application, and I was afraid to tell my parents that I was going to do it. Oh, so I, you, were, you were right out of high school. Oh, yeah, right out of high 18, school. 18, yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't really even remember why I was afraid to tell them. I just thought that they would be like, oh, you're just going to... Yeah. You're not going to take so school seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18, Joe. So, um... I got my acceptance letter on September 11th of 2001. Oh, yeah. So I remember sitting at the firehouse that day and just watching in awe what was going on. That's where you watched it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I still know, we, remember where I was too. We yeah. sat there all day and um, Jim King, who was the car one, the, the emergency services coordinator at the time, they were calling and they were talking about deploying northern departments down to Albany and mm-hmm. stuff like that so that... To cover the ones that were leaving. To go, they were going down to ground zero. Yeah. And I remember sending, I remember ambulance crews around the county sending mm-hmm. um, rigs down and helping out and stuff like that. I had some friends that were state troopers at the time. They got called that day. You're going to New York City. Yeah. And they went. And I remember it being such a sad time. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember that day very, very vividly. And I remember telling Chris, you know, my dad worked at the prison at the federal prison and mom worked in the blood bank and i said mom and dad aren't coming home tonight mm-hmm. we were at the aunt's house oh they'll be home they'll be home chris i'm telling you they ain't coming home tonight and i think dad got home at 
eight, nine o'clock that night. And he tells the story and, you know, if we ever, we'll bring it up to him sometime, but yeah. he walked right in the warden's office that day and said, we need to lock this place down. This is a national emergency. The warden said no. Yeah. But Ralph had enough foresight to, you know. Yeah. And mom getting ready to, you know, get, kick the blood out and, you know, for the people that needed it and stuff like that. It was a scary time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm kind of going other directions here, but so I got in that and then, um, I don't know, EMS just kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Um, mainly because they run so many calls mm-hmm. and if you're a call junkie, that's what you want to do, right? Yeah. Can't wait for the pager to go off. So I did that. I became a captain, an assistant captain there for two years. And then I did my, uh, EMT mm-hmm. and I did that for three years. And then, um, that took me to about 2008 and I was downstate at the time. It was just hard to make calls and stuff like that. So I kind of gave EMS up. I became an assistant chief in the fire department in 2008 and I was an assistant all the way to 2013. Wow. Yeah. In 2013 I made chief and um, when I was going through my divorce in 2016 that's when I got out and I did it for obviously family reasons, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it was probably some of the best years of my life. Mm-hmm. I have met lifelong friends out of it, people that I have great respect for um i learned a bunch of stuff i've met a lot of people i've been to conventions and training classes and taken classes from the chief of the phoenix fire department Mm -hmm. you know and um taking classes from guys from fdny i mean just crazy stuff did uh swift water rescue training in saranac oh really yeah was that kind of like the hoverboat things no so you're like in the river so you're in dry suits and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, yeah, you you're floating that. down the yep, river and stuff yep, like that. Yep. And there's three instructors in out of Saranac Fire Department that are nationally certified to teach this. Mm-hmm. And I went up and I swam with guys from FDNY. I mean, like the coolest stuff. Like, yeah. right? I mean, who would think you'd get to, as a local volunteer fire department, you'd be yeah, swimming with New York's finest. Kind right? of like higher level training. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool stuff. Chris has done it. Chris did it, you know. and um, But just just so many great times. So many great times. I mean, I can remember taking Chris into his first structure fire, and he was all, "Come on, come on, come on!" And I'm yeah. like, "Do it." Yeah, if like, you know Chris, yeah. If you know Chris, right? Yes. That's that's yes. the way you know yep. we're, we're going to go 110, <laughs> percent which I, I'm all for. So <laughs> I remember it was uh, it was like a February morning in like 2005. It was cold, 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 and he was staying at my aunt's house that night, and I was at work at the local convenience store that I was working at at the time. And I come around the corner. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. And I pull into the fire station parking lot and I look and Chris is standing there in his boxer shorts. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's you just like, ran, you just ran across the road. You just ran across right up the hill and over the parking lot. Which sounds like but, him too. Yeah. yeah well, I don't, you know, I don't want to miss a truck. I'm like seven o'clock in the morning. We, you know, the first one there sitting there, he forgot his door key sitting there in his underwear, but, uh, laughing joke. So he threw some sweatshirt on that he, he had above his gear and stuff like that. And we went up to the fire and I said, he gets off the truck and again, the truck's parked at the end of the road, long driveway. He's on a dead run. I go, what are you doing? He goes, oh, we got to get. I said, be plenty of fire when you get there, bud. You know? So I took him in, and uh, I, it was a great brother kind of bonding experience for yeah. both of us. You know what I mean? That yeah. I got to do something that I love doing, and he was taking a liking to. And um, Chris was a good firefighter. He was a good firefighter you uh, know, for the time he did it. Obviously, his timing wasn't as right as mine. Yeah. Um, with Lily and stuff like that, yeah. and moving to Plattsburgh and stuff was difficult. But yeah. um, I think the time he did it, he did it. It was uh, fun for him. Um, what, oddly enough, there there was a time back 
Probably, probably like, God, maybe early high school. I, like, part of me was like, I, th- I always wanted to do a legit, like, not so much like like volunteer, but do um, like actually professional firefighting, like like the city. And I think part of it had to do with. 9-11 with just like the firehouse atmosphere and like, you know, you go out. Help yeah. People. Well, so, I mean, so after 9-11, you saw a big spike, right? Yeah. Everybody just and, had and, that. And I think part of it was that now I was younger at the time. I mean, yeah. when that all happened, I was, I, I was, I think in sixth grade, I think when it happened, I mean, I remember it as clear as, you know, clear as day, but when, when you go like, there was a point where I was like, it'd be really cool to just like work in a firehouse because it was kind of like a team. Like I played team sports. It was kind of like you're a team of guys, you know, you're, you're doing the thing. You're helping, well, especially people with out. you guys now, like with CrossFit, right? Yeah. So well, it's, I mean, like, it's, it's like it's like you know, it's, you're. It's kind of this. Yeah. It's it's, it's very similar. Yeah. It's, like, it's a sense of community, but yeah. you're you're, I mean, different styles, but you're bettering people around you and helping people and things like that. And I, I but it, it was kind of the same aspect. Like you make lifelong friends through sports, through you know, through the firehouse, through um, or the fire department, and and or our gym and things like that. You make some really good, or even Fern. Like I mean, a lot of those are kind of tied in, but we've met. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you, some, you guys met friends of ours great that, friend, ju- that ju- are, just showed up, right? You yeah, know what I mean? I mean, that, there's good friends now that were friends. And, really and, and now you guys keep in touch with them. That's, so that's it. We, don't, we like, don't really cross paths much more. Like, like even like the uh, like the Hartunians, like we, we, exactly. they're great, yeah, great exactly. guys. We see them once a year, but it's like nothing, you know, nothing no, stopped. We you, just pick back you, up. You pick up on that once a year and you're just like, yeah, yeah you know. Back to normal. So, but no, I think, I think it's good. I, I don't know why firefighting, I always kind of like in the back of my mind, always thought it would have been because i think it's just one of those professions where you help people and you do it to kind of I it's mean, it's intriguing yeah it, and i don't know what it is because obviously there's danger to it and everything else but i think it's coming from a position of helping which you kind of said it before but i don't if anybody doesn't know you your brother or your parents it's you're like the family that basically will give the shirt off your back for anything i mean a drop of a hat we've we, we've we've had it before in uh a lot of aspects where it's like, hey, we need help with X, Y, or Z. I mean, as simple as could be the docs, as simple as moving someone into a new house, as simple as, hey, you know, someone's not doing good. Can you help us with whatever? You know, um, you know, I think we just got a good group of friends. It's the same thing. It's like a drop of a hat. Like, okay, hey, listen, sorry, got to cancel. I got to help out whoever it is. Um, yeah, and, and the funny thing is, is we don't, it's not personal, right? So it's not like if, if we're going to hang out for tonight and I say, hey, Galen, I got to, I got to, you know, yeah. bust out tonight because I got to do this or, you know, I got to help somebody do this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no problem. Like, yeah. we'll meet up when we meet up, you yeah. know? Yeah. I think that's kind of one of the best parts of the group of friends that Chris and I have. Yeah. yeah you you guys do a very close yeah. group of friends. The, uh, the friends that we've long, made. Long, the, long friends, too. Yeah. Meaning, like, years. Yeah. I know some, Chris, some of Chris's buddies, you talk to them, they're all grade school kids that he went oh, to Oh, absolutely. With. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And that same, same with me. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just... Uh, I guess that's just kind of well, the way it, we came out. It's it's. Uh, I think there was. I mean, I went to college. I met. I met. Or I met. I, I didn't really make any friends in college. All my all my friends, like my really good buddies, are from high school. And then anybody that I've met over the last probably five to ten years out of high school, just through. Cr- yeah. Across the yeah. Path, so but, so I think I think you will always have your friends from high school, right? The ones right, that yeah. your that your your core group yep. that you're yep. always will be friends with. Yep. And then I'm not saying you can't make as good of friends or better friends in your professional or different or stages your, your of life. Older, yep. the older you get in life, mm-hmm. um, I have met some of the probably some of the best people I know through the fire service. Yeah, and I 
rely on them for advice. I rely on them for um, their experience on certain things, mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever. And some of them, I just call up and say, hey, buddy, what's going on? Yeah. I haven't talked to you in a week or so. You yeah, know, you're, it's you're, a, you're, that's another thing you guys are good about. I'm, I'm not as good about it. But yeah, I can't time, even get you to pick up your phone. Tell you I'm well, going to be late for the Galen Tromley show. Well, I... <laughs> I, to be to be fair, usually, and again, when I talk about like, there's certain people where if I I try to pick up my phone, but I try to get back, and usually the same thing. Like if I get a call from you, or I get a call from one of our buddies, and it's like, okay, they're not just calling me. Usually, for you know, there's usually a reason to get back to them. You know, it's not just like they're like, it's not like you're calling me for some random reason. Usually, it's something like hey, we got to discuss or something time sensitive, or hey, can you help me out on this or that? So I try to. I tr- I try if you know obviously timing allows to make sure I get back. So like, but like you you've always been good. You've called me before times and just said, "Hey buddy, what's up?" And we just talked for a few minutes. And yeah, the, the the couple quick things. Your your brother will well your brother will Facetime me. Oh yeah, he'll just randomly if, Facetime me. I'm like, yeah. "What are you doing? Huh? How's it going?" Yeah, it's funny. Like, I was I was working midnights on uh, Sunday night and uh, I'm laying down to take a nap, right? <laughs> and he Facetime me at some point, mm-hmm. and I woke up and I saw it, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up? Everything okay?" Oh yeah, I was just calling to see what you're doing. Yeah, I'm like, I was laying down to take a nap, dude. I've had more Facetime conversations with him about really nothing. Just he how loves you he loves to Facetime. Yeah, just checking in. Yeah, well, it's when he when he Facetimes Ralphie and Ralphie's got the screen pointed up at the ceiling and I'm yeah, Ralph Ralph he don't want to be part of that. He doesn't want to be seen. No, no, but he just wants to be heard. He doesn't want to be seen, right? I think I think we'll get Ralph would Ralph Ralph would do the podcast. If we got him down in Fern. Boy, you think? I think he'd be a good one. That, I, that would be I a would challenge, love, but would, that would be kind of cool, right? I would, I would love to get his. I mean, he's got stories. Because the thing yeah, is, I, I've he's I've got heard, stories. We've, <laughs> the, the 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 problem is, is you better get ready to hear about Hartunian or um, some kind of I, some I, kind of story that he's got about somebody else. Because that's what he's going to do, right? Okay, oh yeah, he's going to talk he, about he's somebody. A, he's else. a ragger, like yeah. he'll rag on you. Yeah. I, in a, he's like a ball buster. Oh, because no I think I think you gotta have you gotta but, have. Like, you we, know, it's funny. I think we all are though. Well, we got good friends. We make fun of each other. Bad. I mean, like to the point you, where there's. You've got to be able to take it. If you're gonna you hang know, in this group, you've got to be able to take. You gotta have. You, you gotta have thick skin. Thick skin. I, I think. I think the fun thing about um, everybody in our circle is if you're not getting made fun of, you're not accepted at that point. Because I think like once you start getting made fun of, you're like you're in the crew. Like you, we know you can take it. We know you can handle it. We know you can give it back just as good as you take it. So there's there's a lot of fun, fun. Uh, you know, it's said, funny. It's funny though. Some people Burns don't. Great. Some people just don't dish it though. Some people don't. It depends. Yeah. But but Chummy takes it really well, and he can't dish it. it no. And it's not. It's not that he doesn't try. He's just not skilled. No. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> Milky don't say nothing. Uh, Mil- Mil- Milky's getting a little. Milky. The problem is now Milky works with Chris, so that's gonna. When Milky comes out with one though. It, Milky, it's scathing when he Milky, does. Milky's a no nonsense kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mil- Milky cuts through the fluff pretty quick. No, I think we. I mean, I think we have a good did crew. I, did I tell you that? So I, I was going to. So when uh, August was born, Milky's son, second one. So I was up. I had a couple appointments in Mosul. So second Maynard. Second Maynard. Maynard. A lot of I a lot, hope, of, a lot I, of Maynard. I there. hope the hell that those two are better at building things than Milky is. There's a there's a, there's a little. It would be better. I think I think we. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk about that. Kind, in a second. kind of two is better than one. So, yeah. So so we uh, we ended up. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna stop by and see your, see the kid. And like he's three days old. So he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, swing in. So I go down his driveway. His driveway. Now this is up in Moore's Moore's Forks. His driveway. I th- 
three quarters of a mile in the woods, half a mile in the woods. It's, it's, it's a, I mean, you're going back. Like, you keep driving. You're like, where the heck are we going? So I show up. I park the car. Allison's inside. The two boys are inside. Milky goes walking across. He's got, he's got, he's got a blowtorch in one hand. I don't even know what he was carrying in the other. And I go, what are we going to blow up right now? Well, he's walking back to the house. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, burning a couch. Like burning a couch. I'm like, I, so I go in, chit chat. We kind of, I hang out maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Then he gets up and I'm like, all right, I got I to go. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, that's what they do up in Mars. Well, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I got to, I got to go burn the couch. Like, what are you talking? I thought he was joking. He goes, no, the couch over there. And he points at this couch. It's all full of like cat and dog hair. And he goes, he, basically you couldn't clean it. So he's like, I'm just going to go blow this thing up in the woods. Now, granted, the guy's got like 50 acres in the middle of Moore's Forks. Like nobody knows where his house is. I mean, it. it it was tough to, I mean, I say tough to find. I kind of knew where it was, but um, it was just fun. I mean, that's typical. You know, he's walking, he's just literally just walking across through the snow. That's got milky. a blow, blowtorch. That's milky. Yeah. You're not going to change that. Not, not, a lot of, no, no, not a lot of safety. I wouldn't trust myself. Him, I kind of trust because I think he can get away with it. Me, I don't trust myself with uh, with pyrotechnics like that. Well, so what we have to do is make sure Chris has a safety meeting. A safety huddle. A safety huddle before. So uh, there's a lot of- Fern Lake is a lot of safety huddles because there's a, a lot, lot of safety huddles. There's Chris a lot. is big in that safety culture. You know, you you would always th- well, a safety guy at uh, Upstone. Well, I know that, but you would think I'd be more into it, right? Because of everything I see, he's more vocal about getting other people on board. I think you're sa- you're you're. I, I'm more just send you, you, you send you, you the help once you, you call for you, it. You lead by example, kind of thing, where Chris has got to kind of bring people together and let us all know. That I just I just send you help after you call for that's it. That's fine. Right? That's what, yeah, we kind of like once. It's been pretty good. We haven't had a lot of casualties. I think last year... Um, Just the ramp. Uh, the ramp was the big one. The ramp... Yeah, poor Logan almost snapped his leg in half. Bad idea. Well, the, the problem was, this, and this is Milky's doing, the, the we were basically making a large slip and slide. So if, if anybody can picture this, the house sits up a little bit from the water. A, a pretty a pretty slight grade down. It's not bad. Yeah, no. It's, it's a gradual grade. It's nothing, nothing super quick. But from the top... To but the from, lake. The, from the top on a slip and slide, you're picking up some decent speed. Oh yeah. So what we wanted to basically do now, it doesn't just go right into the water. There's some trees, there's some rocks, there's a little bit of a ledge down. So Milky, being the engineer that he is, decides we're going to build a ramp at the end of the slip and slide. I think you guys actually need to sit back and look how how far of a drop well, that is. It, it, it's, it's 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 substantial. It's, it's yes. substantial. Yeah. It's more than a couple feet. That's so, a crisscross word right there. Sub- yes. So, so, Chummy's head, substantial. <laughs> very, very substantial. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Um, so we go down, we go down this uh we go down this ramp or we go down the slip and slide, which connects to a ramp, which we basically have we couldn't even get it down in the water. The boards weren't long enough. So I had I was down there trying to put them like basically on on like a rock ledge, like not on a ledge, but like That's funny because there used to be like a little cement pad there. That would have helped. After the after, over, over the years it all broke apart. Yeah, that right? would that would have helped. So we were basically trying to wedge these boards in. So the thing the thing was it was actually well constructed, but the problem was we should have put plywood. We basically put like a almost like a kind of like these whiteboards. We put this whiteboard on top, which was you could slide over it pretty well. The Just pro- too much of a space in between. Well, the problem no was we should have put plywood underneath, mm-hmm. put that over, we would have been fine. So I don't think the system was that bad. I think it was just a, we, we missed a, a, a very – we missed a small but important detail, and it ended up being b- basically this uh, larger man. Um, yeah. Logan, pretty much almost broke his leg. Logan's a big boy. And uh, well, <laughs> never milky. If, if we could have got Johnny Hartoonian drunk enough 
Yeah. He would have been the perfect guinea pig. He would have been good. Because he's, be he's small enough where he would have just... aerodynamic, you know, too. Yes, would have slid exactly. right down. Um, well, we M- said, Mir Logan? Mir Logan? No. You know? Bad news. But yeah. remember, uh, remember Milky went down in the stomach and kind of like hit it? But Milky had a lot... Milky has a... Um, uh, what, what's the word? We'll call it a lot of drag on the stomach. So we went... He caught the... <laughs> hey, Milky, if you're listening, I got more than you. So don't feel bad, buddy. <laughs> he went and he caught, he caught the edge of the ramp. And he like kind of like went and like slowly slid down and basically fell into the water. And it was like, well, if we can kind of hold milk, he probably weighs about 200. We're like, we're okay. Well, Logan, Logan, I don't know how much he weighs, 230, 40, 50. He's a, he's a big guy. Like, not like big, like strong, like probably six foot, three, four. He's a tall guy. I, right? He's I, about, Logan's taller than I am, I think. Is he? I'm 6'2". I, I think, I think he's, he's taller. Six, he's three, about 6'3", six, 6'4". Three, six, four. Six, four. Yeah, he's a big, big so kid. I'd say about maybe 250. Maybe more, to oh, be he's honest. He's got to be more than that. You think so? He's got to be. He's a tall guy. So he goes down. And uh, <laughs> he just carries it well, though. He doesn't look like well, that he, big of a he's kid. He's athletic. He's like, oh, he's yeah. like, he's like, he's he's built like. Well, I mean, dude, they're big into lacrosse. Well, that's it. He's built like a lacrosse yeah. football yeah. player. Yeah. So he, he's not a he's not he's not fat. No, he's a he's, gr- just, he's just he's just big kid. He's big strong. kid. Yeah. So he goes down this slip and slide, hits the ramp, and breaks the boards. Falls right through it, and his foot hits the very end piece of the boards, and it. I don't know how he didn't snap his leg. To I be know. honest. And well, I think it was because of the size. That was not one of our better ideas. No, um, we did the slip and slide. Slip and slide. That was fan. The kids the kid loved, loved it. it. Exactly. Kids loved it. And I, that I would, was that was one of the things that you know, especially like to watch my parents get older. Yeah. And for them to see their grandkids having so much fun. Blast. And now they're watching their grandkids do it. Now they're watching their kids do it because you know we're all kids at heart, right? Oh yeah, I, I was mean, on I, slip and slide yeah, more than some of the yeah. kids. Yeah, I'm 36 years old. I'm going down a slip and slide. You're you know, on, the on, the, on, the, on the tube. You know. Yeah. Me and Chummy, you know, getting dragged around the lake by Chris. Chris is trying to beat us up uh, the way he's turning the boat, and we're just so, trying to knock each other off. You know what I mean? It's just it, it's, uh, uh, wild time. Nate but it, it, it's Graves. A, it's a Nate Graves, yeah. He, he's, he got flipped a couple times too. Chummy oh, yeah. always is though. When we see Chummy flip on the tube, though, I think that brings everybody joy. Chummy gets it the hardest because he's Chummy. He's Chummy. Chummy. Yeah. It's it just a bit. And if in case anybody hasn't noticed, I don't think we call anybody by the real name. So I think we've said Milky, Chummy, Kono. Um, so, so just bear with us. These yeah. Are, I mean, when, just, when anybody asks me, I just got my brand new Kavanaugh realty hat. Shout out to good. them. Looks good. Um, but I'm just going to say the K stands for Kono. I like and, it. And nobody's going to, nobody, nobody knows the difference. Nobody I, knows I, the difference. I had a, see, I'm rebranding at this point. Th- that's it. That's fine. You know, yeah. I mean, you can use the logo. I'll give you permission. You can use the logo there for, for the Kono. There, the there, Kono. there you go. Right. Um, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the, the slip and slide was good, but I, I agree when, when it will be fun when the kids get older. Because now they're they're little, but imagine when they're all four, five, six, seven, ten. Well, I think I well, think like when they're Lily and, and well, and, yeah, that's that's just it. So there'll be more of them, right? So it's just Lily and Sadie. So they just want to well, uh, they just want to go on the tour. Well, there are, I mean, for hours this, and hours and at hours. At this point, like we're we're at the point in our life where we just want to go out in the pontoon boat and, and just float sit. and yeah. drink and well, get even, the sun. We usually go out though and jump in the. Everybody goes. I mean, it's been ninety plus degrees the last two years. Oh, it's crazy. And, last, and year, last, last year, last year. Last year was tough. It was like 102 when I pulled up to my parents' house that day with all the food. I, I, I believe it. The, yeah, there was one really. Actually, was that was that the fourth? That was. It wasn't. Uh, the, it wasn't the fourth. It was like two days before. Was it two days. Okay. Second or the third. It was yeah. crazy hot. Yeah. So I mean, but this ends up being. This is going to be a good year for the fourth. I think it will be. We had. You know, Miss America retires. Uh, big. Week before that. Big. Uh, week before that. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm I, I kind of hope you guys can can uh, break away for a night. 
Oh. Kind of like all all greet her at uh, the hospital when she oh, walks oh. out. Oh, yeah, that day. Um, let me know. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, that. I think that'd be kind of cool. You know, know, I think she'd be happy. To, I think she'd be happy to see all that. Yeah. No, that's, I, I that's took the awesome. night off. I actually got to get with Chris. I'm gonna see about you know maybe we take let, her out let me, dinner, let me dinner after that night or yeah, something like let that. Me know. Yeah. I mean, I, I won't crash her dinner, but let me know. No, 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 dude. No, I mean, that, she, I mean, no, I, but that, that's knowing a, her, she'll probably a, want that, us all That's there. the thing, though. It's not yeah. crashing, right? Yeah. It, I it, mean, it, you guys are all extensions of us. Yeah. So she I, just wants it, everybody around. If, if uh, no, let me know the date. I'll go to that. Yeah, it's gonna be the 25th of June. It's a Tuesday. 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Write that down. Yeah. No go. How the hell did we just jump all over this conversation? I don't know. We, we, we're Fern making was, plans in June. Fern was on the last part of the, 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 the podcast, and we jumped to like second. All, all my friends give me shit about my schedule, but yes, we are scheduling something out in June right now, so it happens. <laughs> That's you know? Miss America, though. That's God bless Miss America. Yep. No, we'll, we'll do that. Good. Okay. Um, no, I, think, I think that would be good. Um, would she do a podcast? I bet you she would do a soundbite. What if? What yeah. I think I want. Yeah, I don't think she could sit down and I don't think she could sit down and have the conversation. Right? No, but not if, that she wouldn't want to. Yeah, but her brain would just go all over the place because there's stuff you know? that's got to be done, and she's gonna want to do it. She would be sitting here. I could see her having a conversation with you, and she would just look at you during the podcast and be like, "You know, you have cobwebs on your lights and your fan. Right that's now. her. Yes. How come that's not clean? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then she would why, be. Why is your plan? I, I don't even know if I want Miss America here because my plant is dead. I got cob- there's cobwebs somewhere because I well the thing is she'd be trying to ceilings. stand up on the chair she, yes, with, with the headset that. on trying to clean it yes. as you, as you're trying to have a conversation she with would. her she'd climb up grab the plant and go bring it back to life yeah it, that's oh her. yeah 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 it's I mean no. it's dead I don't know if it's coming back to life meanwhile Ralph would be sitting in the corner going Jesus Karen come on you know it's just man I think Ralph would be good Ralphie and and uh, Uncle Hab would be great together. I'm gonna steal one from Ralph here. You got a better chance of catching polio than That's, I think you do getting hab on the on the talk on the podcast. Maybe he got pretty excited last year when we pulled out the drone. Yeah, remember he, we got flipped off. <laughs> <laughs> that was so epic. It was one of the best times of the weekend. <laughs> when we had, we we tried, Chris was flying it right. All of our loving neighbors. He flew, he flew this he flew this drone across for like I don't know where he flew it to. I mean you guys know the person. Well he flew it right down before the narrows. So it was on our side. Was, oh yeah. So he, pretty pretty good distance. I mean, he actually went really high. The view was actually pretty incredible. But Yeah, but when he dropped it right in front of their porch. But then yeah, then he brought it down. Hovered he, her down a little bit. He brought it right in front of this porch. It was so funny because we were sitting there laughing, it, watching it on his phone. Yeah, because it, it hums. It's just yeah. like it kinda has this little humming thing. So this this lady comes out of her house in her nightgown. Yeah, looking at this drone. That's and she starts flipping off this drone, which I don't even know if she knew what it was. So epic. There's no. no way she would have shot it though. True, but I I don't even know if she knew it was a, like a drone camera. She probably just, I don't even know what she thought it was. Like she just go out, flip off this thing, thinking it was like like what happens if like what a, is it a hummingbird? Like what happens if like a mechanical hummingbird was humming at her? Would she just flip it off? Like what? She probably shoot it. Did she? She walked back in the house, to be honest. She probably would have came out. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Because I think at that point... Well, was her, it her that flipped it off or it was, was her, it no, the was husband? Her. No, no, it was her. 100% her. I remember that clear as day. I don't... I think someone... I think she flipped him off and went in the house probably to grow... I wish Chris would have just kind of backed up and just kind of like went up at a distance and just... But knowing her, she's probably a good skeet shooter. She Chris should have just probably flown circles around the house. Yeah. Because he, he went right in for the... the yeah. Pretty much the front window, yeah. so... That was... Oh. Epic times at Fern. 
It's like fast times at Ridgemont High, right? That's, it's just epic times at Fern. That that's uh, that. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's a good call. Um, okay, so uh, so we did. Um, yes, we'll go back to. I don't know how we got really off topic. Um, I think we started with the fire department. Yeah. So, what when you went? Okay, so back to the fire department. What is? What's kind of like? Give us a couple stories. Like obviously. I've never ran into a fire. Never hope I never have to. Obviously, not being in a fire department, hope I never have to do that. But what what were some of the? I guess any highlights. Like I don't want. I don't know if you'd call it a highlight, but it, you know what I mean. Like any memories, that, memories or memorable or good things. So, so like, I, I I tell people like um, running into a fire for me is like the biggest adrenaline rush you can imagine. So. You know, some people, they, they just love putting skis or their snowboard on, right? And just mm-hmm. skiing down a hill. I always say, I'm not that person. That does nothing for me, right? But you give me a room fully engulfed and tell me you got to run in there and put it out, doing a heartbeat. It's just such an adrenaline rush. Um, so I've been on a lot of memorable calls. Uh, probably more than I could. We don't have enough time mm-hmm. to talk about them all. But they're, you know, I've met lifelong friends that I have stories about them. Um, Chris and I were at a at the aunt's house one night, and it was uh, the day after the fourth, actually, and uh, July fifth. We got called to a hotel fire. It wasn't a hotel. It was like a kind of like a not a bed and breakfast, like, but a like a motel thing. Mo- like a motel thing, yeah. you know. Um, these these contractors, you know, you see like charter guys or something like that that come in from outside agencies yep, that stay yep. there for a couple of days and yep. stuff like that so we get called up there and it was it was july it was hot we went up and uh i remember the the local funeral director was an assistant chief at the time and they had a wait going on and one of the guys it was like his mother-in-law that was getting um laid out right for the, the services and stuff and he kept hitting hitting the funeral director and he's like listen, they're done. They're done. Right. The priest is in there and they're saying the prayers and all this stuff. And the guy's like, they're done. He's like, John's like, no, no, they're not. About two minutes later, hits me, John, they're done. No, no, they're not. So about five minutes later, I didn't know this because the story was told to me, but he goes, John, I'm done. Where's your gear? He went out and stole the guy's gear and came up to the fire. And we saw this guy walking around in all sable gear. We didn't like, who the hell is this guy? We don't, but you know, get the backstory after it was kind of funny but you know you see a lot of tragedy um see a lot of good things because you did like emt too so i mean oh yeah is it well em ems ems is just running the ambulance ems but you know i've been to it's funny 15 years i did it and uh i went to more fatal fires than i did fatal car accidents really you would have thought the opposite right because you have twice as many car accidents as you do fires Mm -hmm. up here at least and, uh, but no, I went to more fatal fires and, uh, yeah, some of the stuff you see, um, sticks with you. Yeah. Kind of molds you, who you, who you are as a person. Yeah. You also have the memories where you can bring a, uh, photo album that might mean the world to these people that their house just caught on fire and you can save that for them. Yeah. Good feeling, you know, yeah. good feeling. Yeah. yeah. I remember we went to a, a big apartment complex fire. Back in July, or January of uh, 2014? 2014. And it was like 25 below zero. It was brutally cold. 
And one of the firefighters from Peru, who was a friend of mine, um, it was, one of his, the apartments was his mother's apartment and had the remains of his brother there. We were able to find him and bring him out. And it, surprisingly, the urn had not been damaged at all. Those are good feelings. Yeah. Even though they're sad feelings, they're yeah. good feelings, you know. So when you can kind of bring closure to some people's lives and stuff like that, that's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been in arguments at fires. I've been in, yeah. I've had water blown on me, ceilings ripped down on top of me. I've had funny times where we just laugh and joke around. Mm-hmm. Kind of a six demented scent, right? I mean, sense you can you can yeah. kind of laugh about somebody's tragedy, but you know sometimes you have to. Um, yeah, it's uh, part of the business, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the background for me becoming a dispatcher was, you know, I, I did, became an EMT, became a line officer in the fire department, became chief, but I always wanted, I felt like that was my, completed my circle, mm-hmm. was to be a dispatcher. And after Hurricane Irene, I, uh, I just, I, the director now is a friend of mine and I just kind of pressured him and pressured him and pressured him. I knew he had a part-time spot coming up. He gave me a shot mm-hmm. and haven't looked back since. I love it. Yeah. Is that, is, so between uh, fire department dispatching, I mean, your current job um, at Clinton, I mean, is dispatching your favorite? Oh, by far. Yeah. By far. So um, what, what's like a normal, like if people don't know what, because uh, I, I don't know it fully, to be honest. Like what, what do you, what's dispatching entail? What's, you know, what's the hours? What's, what do you normally get in? Uh, we, you know, we do 12 hour shifts at the county. We do uh, eight hour shifts. Uh, Part timers can split shifts if it goes to second picks or something like that so we're we're kind of flexible mm-hmm. in how the part-timers work um but it's the lifeline mm-hmm. it's your lifeline yeah right so if you need the police you dial 911 i'm going to answer the phone for you yeah and i'm going to shunt your call wherever it goes if it goes to city police if it goes to suny P- police if it goes to state police if you need an ambulance i'm going to send you an ambulance if you need the fire department i'm going to send you the fire department yeah and nine one one has very it's morphed over the years. You know, if you ever remember the show, you might have been pretty young. Uh, Rescue nine one one. I never watched. But I remember with William that. Shatner, right? Yep. So you know, it was like nine one one. What is your emergency? Mm-hmm. Well, as anything has progressed, nine one one. Where is your emergency now? Because they found that through studies, if you can get the emer- where the emergency's at, you can at least send somebody. Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. So there's little things like that, yep. and it, it was it was quite an intense training. It was eight weeks. I had a little bit of a head start because I knew the ambulances. I knew the fire trucks. Get some background in it, yeah. I knew the paging sequence, what it sounded like. So I had that. But the computer work was different. Mm -hmm. The call taking was the most difficult. The most difficult. Because because most people, I'm assuming, are Well, because you're sitting there calm and cool and collected. And, you know, you call up and my wife's not breathing. Yeah, yeah. And you got to talk them through until you can get some help out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, but I say all the time I work with some of the most talented group of people yeah. that I could ever ask for. They're very good at what they do. They, um, they. I think nine one one dispatchers go underappreciated a little bit. You know, you see. You know, and I, I was on both sides when I was in the fire department. People, you know, they see the fire trucks and they're like, "Oh, you know, thank you and all this stuff. Thank you." You know, the nine one one dispatcher is the true first first responder. Yeah. Because nobody knows until they page them out. Mm-hmm. They get the call. They're sending it out. Mm-hmm. It takes a special kind of person. Yeah. There are days where you have to shut off your feelings. There are days that um, 
There are calls I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. I took one last December. I got up in the morning, walked out of the room. Had to. Just for my five minutes of yeah. me. <clears throat> I've delivered a baby over the phone. Wow. Those are the nights that those are the nights that are good. But I always say, you know, when you're you're sending somebody help, you're doing a service to somebody. Yeah. And it's a good it's a great job. I love it. I love every part of it. I always say when I'm going to work at nine one one, I'm going to get paid for eight hours to talk to my friends. Yeah. Right? Because they're on the front lines doing it. And I enjoy it, you know? It's it's just a it's cool to be able to help people like that. Yeah. No, that's cool. So when um yeah, because I, I think I mean I always think like nine one one, I mean you you know that someone's doing that, you don't really put it together, but like even what you just said, like Obviously, I knew it happened, but it's just one that you don't really realize, like the talking through. Because it could be 15, 20 minutes on the phone with some of these people, right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes, you know, I've had calls last as long as 15 minutes. Yeah. Because you need to make sure that, you know. Someone's some, getting there. You have to remember, the call comes in. We process it. Then we page the, the volunteer department out. Mm-hmm. Then it takes them the 5 to 10 minutes to get to their station. Then the travel time might be 15, 20 minutes before they get somebody. Mm-hmm. And we have to assure that person that help is coming. Yeah. You know? So is there a lot of, um, like, when that happens, when you page, say you page uh, Peru Fire Department for mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, are you on in contact with someone from the Peru Fire Department? Yeah, generally. generally. So, like, a chief officer will come up on the radio or something like that. Gotcha. So when I was chief, um, when I was chief, I would call in route because I'm a, I'm, my vehicle was an emergency vehicle at that point. Mm-hmm. So I would call in route. Then they would at least know that there's a chief in route, you know. Um, they We run through a command structure. Um, ICS was big push after 9-11. Chiefs take these courses and stuff like that. Everything runs through command. So when you're the, the officer in charge, you're command. And everything runs through you. It's set up very well. And I think this county does a very good job of it. The dispatchers themselves have to know so much just on standard operating procedures. Some departments have a knack about this, and you got to remember it for this one. And what this one does, this one might not do. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to, to know. You just can't walk in off the streets and say, I'm a 911 dispatcher. Don't yeah. work that way, you know? So, um, but we have a lot of good tools. Um, like we talked about earlier with technology, mm-hmm. um, we have a program called I Am Responding. So when we create a call in, in CAD, which is our computer system, it sends out a message to like your cell phone and you can go on this app and then say if you're responding or you're not responding or what station you're responding to, you know, South Plattsburgh has two stations, Saranac, two stations, district three, two stations. That's a big help for us because we need to make sure somebody's going somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? So, so what, what happens if you page? Um, Plastic is probably a little bigger, but say you page one of these smaller. I grew up in Chasey. Say you page Chasey. So, so it's, we have we have um, we have timers mm-hmm. in our system. You're going to get some help, yeah, from somebody. Because there's always backup. Like if Chasey can't make it, the guy volunteers whoever can't volunteers do it. are going, but somebody's going to show up. But like you, West Chasey would jump on, or or Champlain. Champlain. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Not unheard of. Yeah. So, that, I mean, I'm sure that happens, happens quite, quite a bit. often. Yeah. Happens quite a bit, yeah. you know. Uh, you don't Especially see in it, a volunteer position. Yeah, you don't see it that much in the city. Um, you don't see it as much in the bigger departments, South Plattsburgh, District 3, uh, Peru. Usually enough, yeah. Yeah, they usually have enough guys to muster up. Might take them a little bit longer, but. Well, I mean, even for, what's funny is uh, 
I think there's a, the fire department. I work with a lot of guys buying homes. You know, a lot of them pick homes. Really, by, Galen? I would wouldn't guess every, every once in a while. You know, I wouldn't have guessed that. Every once in a while, they actually have a logo very similar to your Kona Irish <laughs> Irish logo. Um, but the people that are buying homes, like there's a lot of them that it's not uncommon. It's like, hey, where are you looking? They're like, I got to be in this fire district. And it's, oh, for sure, and for a, sure, a some people of, are you know, and a lot of those guys that. Um, they're extremely loyal to their firehouse. Showed mm-hmm. a guy house yesterday to a guy, and we're going to go see a couple more tomorrow. They've been looking for about a year and a half. Like the fire district is very small. Um, Surprise! His wife is still with him. Yeah. Well, but but no, but I think she's actually she's uh, she's probably a member too. She's uh, that- she she uh, she might. I don't think she's in the fire district. Well, fire district. She's in. Uh, was it EMS? Is that yeah. It? Same same thing. Okay. Some, most most fire departments have their own EMS. So I think uh, there's only in- a few. There's no, like Alsable, Morrisonville, um, Champlain. Their EMS is actually separate. Morrisonville so Sha- is yes. Shazy has an ambulance in their firehouse, so it's kind of it's the, yes. And EMS now is more becoming a business. Okay. Because um, the hospital has EMS too, right? Yeah. The yeah CVPH covers um, uh, South Plattsburgh's city. No, city has their own. Lady, okay. No, CVPH covers South Plattsburgh, Katyville. Um, not Katieville anymore. Excuse me. Used to be Katieville. Uh, South Plattsburgh, Cumberland Head, District 3. CVPH covers all those areas for them. Where's District 3? Uh, Wallaceville. Gotcha. Okay, so, so so basically anything yeah. out of the city that's, you know, you see all the motels, the restaurants and stuff like that. Yep. District 3 covers all that. The um, mall. So so he, the guy, the guy actually, one, one of the guys I'm looking for is District 3. One of the guys I'm looking for is South Platte. Um, but the same thing is they, that is their... You know they're very loyal to their firehouse. Yeah, well, you have district lines too, right? So you well, can't be you can't live outside the district lines. So you got to well, be. When that's it. So a lot of them, like most people, that look for homes. It's, it's town or a lot of it's school district. If you have kids, um, kind of what school district you want to live in. A lot of these guys, they, they narrow it down even more. It's like, hey, I got to be in the fire district. And a lot of them, like I said, will go a year, two years looking for a home, like actively looking for a home because they are loyal to that fire department. Yeah, it's interesting to see what people's thought processes, you know what I mean? I, you know, I always said, I mean, listen, I live in Alsable now, have my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, once something happens to my Aunt Mary, besides mom and dad, there's really no reason for me to stay down there anymore. Yeah. Once Sadie's out of school. Mm-hmm. So I will probably move this way somewhere. Yeah. That being said... I'd probably want to join a department somewhere, but it's only going to be a certain few departments. I'm not going to, and that's not a knock to, to any mm-hmm. departments that, are, you know, cause I have friends in all of them, but I would just want to join certain departments because that's, you know, based on where I'd want to live or, yeah. you know what I mean? Makes I wouldn't sense, want to, yeah. I wouldn't want to move to Ellenburg because that really wouldn't make sense. You know what no. I mean? It's, yeah. It's too, I mean, you gotta have, you get your lifestyle where you want to live and things. And then, uh, you know, obviously if it, it lines yeah, and you up want with, you want to be close to things, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, well, well especially, I mean, Depending on wherever your parents end up or move, you know, you're in Osable now. Obviously, you know, Chris Chris would be District 3, right? Or is he? Chris could join District 3, but his house actually is lands in Morrisonville's fire it district. Is, yeah. 300 feet from the center of the road. That, that's how far it is? Yeah. So your in-laws, right? Yep. Your in-laws would be District 3 probably. Now think about that one. Really? Is that that far difference? Well, think about that for a second. So District 3 is, uh, so, yeah. I mean, your in-laws are right behind Chris. I mean, they're neighbors. Yeah. yeah. But they would be District 3 and Chris would be Morrisonville. That's where the line, wow, okay. So the line, the line falls somewhere in there. Yeah, so we, uh, 
Yeah, I think. I mean, don't quote me on yeah, that. Yeah, but pretty darn, be, no, but I think you're right. Yeah, like I, um, like I know Morrisonville. Obviously, has got. I mean, we live in Morrisonville now, but like they have, they have a beautiful fire station. Yeah, and then uh, I, I've never been in. I've never been in the fire station, but driving by it looks nice. And then obviously they have the uh, the EMS right on Banker. Mm-hmm. You know, which is I know some people that have worked there too. Um, but no, I think it's a good. It's. Uh, it's a big think, business, dude. Yeah, people that are EMTs now are making bank. I got a couple friends that um, he's up in uh, Champlain, but he does he does a lot of um, things up in. Da- I think it's, I think Dan Amor is his other one. And uh, to be honest, um, who's that? Corey Thompson. Corey Thompson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and his was, wife his wife's the manager up in Allison. Yeah, yeah. So um, or not Alice. Uh, Alice. Alice. Yeah. yeah, I say Allison. I've got Milky in the brain. Alice. Um, so. But he's he's another guy. He does he does teaching? But he he's he started teaching at um, at Shazy. My I was his first class, seventh grade, two thousand two two thousand two or three. Um, and he ended up coming in. He was a math teacher, great guy. And what's funny is, um, at the time, I didn't. It's funny looking back. He was a, he was young. I mean, we were young too. We were thirteen. But God, he had to be twenty two, twenty three. Probably his first year teaching. Uh, but he was a really big, really big into the fire department, still is, and that was 15 years ago. And I think he's got a long line of family um, between his father and I know his uncle um, in, in the fire district. And, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, I think kind of, you know, you talk about people that have a certain level of service in them. I mean, a, to, to me, it's like a teacher. If you're someone that's a teacher, I mean... They're not going to make a ton of money. They're not going to, you know, yeah, people can gripe, hey, they got summers off. But, you know, you watch kids for 180 days out of the year. It takes a special person. I couldn't do it. I don't think I have the patience for it. Um, But that is a level of service. So if you're a teacher, to me, that's giving back and trying to educate people in a position where you are doing it a lot more for the love of teaching than I think you are for, you know, a career, you know, or not career, but financial gain or anything like that. I mean, they're, they're, um, you know, I think that's a level of service right there. But to tack on being in the Champlain, well, I think he's in Champlain now, fire department, and then also being part of EMS. And I just saw him last week, and I mean, he had been probably hadn't gotten much sleep because I, I asked him. I said <laughs> I was kind of busting on him. He's, he's a good friend of mine now. He was a teacher at one point, but I coached with him for a few. I think years it's and- fun. I think it's funny how people how to kind of get off topic here, but. I think it's kind of funny how people morph their career or their life based on that service. So, for instance, yeah, he, he I, 100% I, does. I have seen nurses become nurses just because they joined EMS. They started in EMS, that chose them to nursing, yeah, and they might still do EMS a little bit. Um, I've seen people of all walks of life, correction officers, mm-hmm. which I'm a correction officer. I have so many friends. That are volunteer firefighters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of the guys that yeah mentioned were. It's like the thing. The that, it's like the thing that they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And I think for me, I mean, firefighting took me to dispatch, right? Yeah. I've seen firefighting take other guys to instructors. Mm-hmm. I've seen them take uh, investigators to become a you know a county investigator through the state they got to take so many state courses and stuff like that it's just it's the pathways are just so great for that i mean that you know i've i've fought fire with attorneys i've fought fire with the mechanics the builders 
you know? Well, like it's uh, Corey, the, teachers. The, the delivery men, yep. you know, the FedEx guys and stuff like that, the teachers. Yep. It's just, it's funny to see yeah. how many different walks of life you get when you walk to that firehouse. Well, I think it takes, like we talked about before, it takes a certain person. I mean, it's a service, but, you know, you're in a fire department. Like, you're, it's not like you're just, like, driving around, like, you know, having a good time. Like, you're going into danger. Like, no, exactly, into, exactly. You're going into a position. Dude, dude one of the, one of the, one of the um, scariest nights of my life, probably one of the funniest nights of my life, obviously, was uh, Hurricane Irene. Was that, uh, is that the one, 2011? 2011, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I got up for work, and it was, the storm hit that Sunday. And at first, we were just thinking high winds, and some rain, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then they said the flooding was coming. We're like, I was up for like two and a half days straight, just running calls, running calls, running calls. Running and calls. you were dispatcher this time? You just started? No, no, I hadn't started yet. That's basically, right what, yeah, that's basically what got my foot in the door. Um, Crazy, though. Some of the stuff you saw, mm-hmm. I, re- I remember, of course, my house was uh, where I live is if you walk up the hill, it's just a little bit of a hill, kind of like right out here, um, that walks you right over to the fire station. Mm-hmm. I could throw a rock and hit the bay door for my back steps. Oh, right now. Yes. Right yeah, now. Yes. Yeah. I live so close. Yep. And I walked through river high water that night. Just to check on my house. Yeah. And because I'm not stable, that, that's coming up quite a yeah, bit. Yeah. I remember walking in there. Of course, I wasn't thinking, right? And the panel box is down in the basement, you know, old, old house and stuff like that. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. There's water running right through the fucking, the, whoops, the first floor. And uh, what do I do? I go over and turn the light on. Oh, Jesus. Think about that for a second now. Yeah. Think, how crazy. You know what I mean? You're tired. You don't think. I mean, well, let me just reaction. Like, yeah. 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 So. But like I said, so many stories and, and so many friends and um, so many different walks of life. Mm-hmm. And I really think it molds you into a person that you are to meet these kind of people, you know, um, to see what they're, listen, like Corey, I mean, fantastic EMT. And he's called me a couple times at dispatch and said, yeah, he's a good guy. Very you know, good. I mean, you, yeah. you, uh, he's another guy like shirt off your back kind of guy. Yeah. He said, you know, I remember him calling me, this was back in August of last year and we were training somebody and at seven 30 in the morning, I took a call for a bee sting. The girl, she was crapping out. Yeah. She, she was, she wasn't doing well at all. She had an EpiPen and, um, her neighbor who she came over to and, uh, I said, Jam it right into her leg. She's got pants. I don't care. Just jam it into her leg. EpiPen will go through pants, mm-hmm. go through Carhartts, whatever. And uh, pretty much saved her life. And I remember Corey calling me that morning and saying, you know, you saved her life this morning. I said, I didn't really do anything. I just gave the instructions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're kind of modest, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you don't, you, you, don't you, you don't, you don't like to, yeah. I mean, you, you appreciate it, but it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, you know, but, yeah. Uh, you, see, you know, I've seen all sorts of things. Seen yeah. all sorts of things. Well, so th- well, I think what you talked about too, having to stay calm in a stressful situation. Like you've trained yourself to stay calm in a stress. Like, oh yeah. Like if somebody's calling you and like freaking out, and you're like, listen, you got jammed. Like, as obviously there's there's a level of urgency, but you being the the kind kind of calm voice of reason behind the behind the mic is kind of like, hey, we gotta, you know. Well, I saw it, I saw it um, last last year with my father. Um, or was it last year? No. Oh. 17 he got stung by bees really bad and yes. i was up i was up at the yes. house one night yeah well he was yes. yeah you probably saw pictures of that right I, old I ralph yeah, yeah he was yeah yes. yeah so um my mother was freaking out and you know who was freaking out worse than her was chris but um 
I, I'm like, mom's like, we need to call an ambulance and everything like, or we need to get you to the hospital and everything like that. And I said to my mother, I said, mom, listen, I'll bring you to the hospital. I'm not bringing him to the hospital. He's going in an ambulance. Cause if something happens, they have what they need right there, mm-hmm. but we can't stop and wait. You know what I mean? Probably one of the smartest. And I remember driving down the interstate that night and Chris is calling me and calling. I need an update. And I, I said, remember that. Cause I, I was said, with Chris. Yeah, I, I said, dude, you, you know, as much as I do, you know, listen to your scanner app. You can, uh, you can pick up what's going on, but I remember how, and my mother looked at me and said, we were just passing the Valcor uh, rest area. My mom said to me, she goes, how can you stay so calm? And I said, well, mom, if I lose my cool, then he ain't going to get any help. And that's basically the motto I live by. Mm-hmm. There are some things that will fire me up or get me, but you have to remain calm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they teach you when you become a dispatcher is like, um, like you call me and you're screaming and I'll just stay in the same voice, ma'am. What is your emergency? Ma'am, what is your emergency? Yeah. Brings and them down a little bit. It calms them down and it, it, you're able to get the information that you need. Yeah. So there, there are techniques Yeah. and they're important yeah. to learn. And, um, but it means you said seven years now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually you, mom's you, mom's birthday. Is it? We'll, we'll be seven years. That's when you started? Started on her birthday. Oh, 2000, 2012. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So that, that, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, over seven years, you pick up a lot of techniques. Oh, that, yeah, that, yeah. You, you've had enough. I mean, you've had an, you've seen a lot in seven years. It's not like you're doing this. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's funny. I, I was working the night of the windstorm last year and the first time in my seven years, I saw all five positions manned. We have five stations that, mm-hmm. and all five were manned and it was just crazy. I think we did 800 and something calls that night. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. So what, what, how many people normally work on a given night? There's that, always two. Always two. Always two. Yeah, it makes sense. And then what happens? Then obviously this is throughout. It's twenty four hours a day. There's yeah, someone there yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean we don't stop on Christmas. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, now because your heart attack doesn't stop on Christmas. Exactly. Well, I, I, and to be honest, I've seen, I've seen things happen on Christmas. Oh yeah. Whether it be you know somebody, an older person traveling for holidays. Yeah. And so like I that. like you know Sadie will stay with her mother Christmas Eve into Christmas. So I try to do my part. Are you usually on, on call? I, I usually go down for four hours yeah. in the morning. You know yeah. what I mean? Just to kind of help everybody What do you out. think about people who are traveling? The weather may not be good. Or you have people that, hey, they got to get up and they got to go to a family dinner thing. And then, I know it sounds crazy, but like even just people sitting in, you got an older person sitting in a house full of people. It's too much heat or too many people or whatever. Yeah. Like how many times you see at family get together, someone faints or do something. and Yeah. I mean, generally your call volume on Christmas is lower. You think it's lower? I, well, I well th- I, I, I th- statistically, I think it is yeah. because people don't want to inconvenience anybody's Christmas, right? Yeah. So um, statistically, I think your call volume is lower, but that's not to say that it can't be higher. You know, if somebody crashes, somebody's going to call 911. It's yeah. just the way it happens. You know what I mean? I just feel with like a lot of like traveling, like Thanksgiving, people traveling for holidays. You think yeah. Like- you, you know, you we used to joke around. It's not so bad as much anymore with a college. But when college is in session, right? Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday nights, yep. you know? And uh, I used to laugh. One of the guys from the city used to call in on uh, the ambulance. They have to call report to the hospital, right? And he said over the radio run one night, and I, I laughed. I laughed so hard. He goes, we're en route to your facility with a Saturday night special. We'll see you in two. Now, a lot of people wouldn't know what a Saturday night special is, right? We know what it is because it's an 18-year-old that's drunk 
that couldn't handle their booze or something mm-hmm. like that, and they're puking all over the place. And that's just what they said over the radio. Get, getting, getting box card, right? Box card, as Ralph calls it. <laughs> box card. Yeah. So. Um. So, uh, where where is now? It's just strictly Clinton County. Yeah, well, I mean, we can... if you take our Sable, you take, like, our Sable's right on the border of Yeah, Essex. yeah, well, so we dispatch our Sable Fire, which actually, our Sable Fire sits in Essex County. Okay, because, I mean, like, Jay, our Keysville, Keysville. Um, Blackbrook, are that all kind of... Yeah, yeah, we dispatch all of them, but, you know, same with, like, Lion Mountain. Yep. Um, but we, we dispatch uh, Vermont, too. For which one, like, Alberg and, and Isle Grand Isle? Isle Lamont. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we were able to set their tones off, too. It was kind of cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we talked to the Canadian departments. Yeah, because I've seen LaCole and yeah. stuff like that come LaCole, down. St. Bernard, St. Paul, mm-hmm. Hemingford. You know? So that's kind of cool. Kind of like backup. Like if Morris needs backup, Hemingford yeah, can yeah, come yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they'll come down. They'll stand by in station or whatever. But And it, it, I'm, I'm sure it's reciprocated. Champ, oh, yeah, yeah. Champlain, yeah, Morris, yeah. I don't know how they do it, but they have a pretty good working relationship at the border with allowing the companies to get across in a timely manner. Fairly fast. I mean, yep. that's good. Yep. Um so <clears throat> now going back, I mean, obviously now we're jumping, jumping ship a little bit, but um, I think you're the first person that I've had on that works at uh, Clinton. But like, what what's that experience? I mean, obviously it's a major employer of the area. Huge. I think second Huge. only to the hospital. Does it beat the are hospital? You, you know, I think it might. It's pretty darn close. I know those are the two big. I don't know how big the hospital is. Now, may, now maybe but I, I know maybe I know. I say hospital. May, maybe hospital ends up being the network of, of you know, like the, there's not just the hospital, there's other networks of smaller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Conju- you know, yeah, yeah. But may, maybe that. I'm not sure which one's the biggest, but We're, it, it's, it's are, one or two. We are fairly big. Yeah, it's one or two we for are, sure for Clinton County. We are yeah. fairly big. I yeah. mean, I know. At where I work, I mean, we're we're nine hundred and thirty something officers. Yeah, that's not administration, vocation, or anything like that. That's not sergeants, lieutenants. We're just nine hundred and something officers. Yeah, so that's huge. Yep. You know, um, you know, I I, I transferred in two thousand eight, and uh, at the time, I was just hope, just happy to be home. It was just, it felt so good to be home, and um, you know, it, it's it. Where were you before? I was at Washington down in Comstock, mm-hmm. and I was at. Uh, yeah, that one. I was at Washington and Comstock, and then I was at uh, Downstate Correctional down in Poughkeepsie. Okay. Or Beacon. I don't really know what they call it anymore, but uh, um, I was down there, and uh, you know, I mean, it's not. Listen, it's not. You're 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 dealing with the worst of the worst, mm-hmm. day in day out. But it's a great employer. So it allows a lot of flexibility. <laughs> um, time off is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm able to swap shifts huge Mm -hmm. i can take a week off and not burn one day of vacation time Mm -hmm. how many people can do that well you take it what happens when you take a week off i mean people don't get homes you know i mean that's i I mean i kind of joke i i was that's the thing though no homes right or your paperwork your emails or or... well in my my profession i mean i'm at a a point now where um i mean i'm still i should not a point i'm still at a point where if i miss work that's a day of unproductive. Like I don't, I don't get day. I mean, I could take any day off I want. Yeah. No, but and you can flex your schedule to how you need yeah, to. Right. I mean, you're like, not, you're not going to miss a doctor's appointment. No, but I no. That's the thing. I can I, my my schedule is whatever I want to make it. And, and to be honest, if I don't want to show someone a house, I can just say no. Now my guilty conscience comes in, and I like people want to see homes. Like tomorrow night, I usually take Fridays off. Well, I have probably four or five 
or I have three appointments that are probably going to take me anywhere from four, probably four to five hours on a Friday evening, which I never really do, but makes more sense. And I don't, a lot of these are brand new homes on the market. I don't want people to miss out. So, um, even maternity leave, I, I, someone told me the other day, um, not maternity, paternity leave. They have like four weeks off of paternity leave. I had, I left the hospital. I think the day I came home by the next day, I was working a normal day. I you mean, know, you're lucky crewman was born on Christmas. So I mean, you yeah, got, so that, I, that, you got be, that day off anyway. To, to be honest, I actually had a, yeah, I had a couple of days off that were kind of quiet and <laughs> the next one that's going to be born in, uh, but you must have downtime. Um, no, I do. I do. Um, I mean, I would say like the week between Christmas and New Year's. Probably oh, yeah. Not, oh, probably you're not. You're not. Talking, so, well, this is a perfect segue. My, the probably three biggest weeks that I have off that I would really say are kind of downtime between Christmas and New Year's, no doubt. Um, Thanksgiving? Now I, I, I still have some appointments. Thanksgiving, yes probably, and no. Probably Monday, Tuesday, right? Uh, well, I, usually um, on Thanksgiving, I try to take off work like a half day Wednesday off Thursday. If I can, if I can somehow swing with a Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, that doesn't usually happen. I'll probably do something on Saturday, Sunday, probably just cause I'm a couple yeah, days well, off. For that's me another again. thing too. It's not like you're Monday through Friday. No. Yeah. So, so if, if I can only go see a house with you on Saturday, yeah, you're working Saturday. Exactly. And, and I am very flexible, but uh, Christmas and new year's for the most part, I, I, it's very flexible. Um, the other one is usually President's Day week, which is like when the kids are off of school. Yeah, everybody's out of town that People week. People are out of town. And what I've found is that the banks, attorneys, a lot of them, a lot, especially attorneys, a lot of them have families. They kind of cash that weekend a little bit. Clo- homes aren't really closing. People are still seeing homes, but it's a little more laid back. But to be honest, my one of my favorite times of the year is when we go to Fern because I go, for me, if any, I mean... I don't take my phone out for th- three days. Yeah, I remember listening to Chris's podcast, and I remember you saying that. Yeah, and, and, and I, I, I literally. I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't touch. You know, phone. that's true. Don't touch. Like, my I don't phone. see. I don't see you. I don't take a call. No, I don't return a message. S- see you with a drink in your hand, but that's about it. We're just. I, I'm having a good time. We're eating Ralphie's food. And I'm. I'm with my friend. I'm. I'm with. Uh, I'm with Ralph. I. I little I, beer pong. A little bit, a little, a lot of fun. You and Isaac are going down this year, by the way. Well, we had. Well, I got. I got to get. Uh, I got to get Isaac on. I want Isaac to do a standalone because. Isaac was on the the podcast. We had a bunch of a uh, bunch of buddies here, but yeah, Larry and Larry and Milky, Milky and Chris and Chris, yeah. the um, the thing with Isaac though, if you don't know Isaac, like he's got a pretty incredible backstory, and he's another guy that will, you know, just a, I mean, he is one of the nicest humans I think I know, um, and I would love to get him. Dude, on. Isaac is such a nice guy. Like I, he just like the the best, you know. I, he's so polite. He, he, just he's, like uh, you know what I mean. Well, the thing is, it, his backstory I think would be. Surprising. He's probably one of the only people we can't pick on. No, I mean I. I, I mean like I mean I, I still but, pick on him, but I, I still yeah, pick on him. Okay, still give him but, shit, but 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 it's not it's not like Chummy. You got a huge head. No, like well, I mean. I guess it wasn't a good comparison because Chris would say otherwise for Isaac, but yes, <laughs> I was gonna say, but but uh, you know, but uh, no, I I think, um, but he's one I'd like to get on, but like part part of the part of the thing was when I, like I go to Fern. The fourth is what's the fourth this year? Is it a Thursday? Fourth is Thursday this year. Okay, and Friday we have the event. Yes. So my my this is what exactly was going to happen. I'm going to work Monday, which is the first. 
I'm going to work probably morning of the second. I will go up on the second after now granted I got to kind of run this by Gina and figure out, you know, the child situation a little bit, but my goal would be third or Tuesday through Saturday. Pretty much through Saturday, meaning yeah. Tuesday. I, 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 I think this year, I think that's when everybody's going to wind down. Because I think like Chris, Wait, it's Chris, what Thursday. Uh, actually, it's on a Thursday, but you know, like Chris goes home Sunday. Everybody's so tired at that point. Yeah, like well, you know, maybe we'll have everything picked up on Saturday, and Chris stays up Saturday night, and then Sunday he so, just gets up. Okay, and goes so home. actually, got to backtrack. Okay, so I'm probably going to do Monday, Tuesday. Half Go, a day on Wednesday. Half day Wednesday. I thought it was Wednesday. Half day Wednesday. Yeah, because I, I think Wednesday is when everybody's coming. I mean, I'll be there, for, yeah. of course. Yeah, but basically like a midday Wednesday, probably get up like mid-afternoon, spend the afternoon day, spend all day on the 4th, all day on the 5th, should be two nights, and then come home at some point on Saturday. Potentially, if I get a little leeway, maybe stay Saturday and come home Sunday. But it'd be like, I mean, for me, it's I I, I usually like yeah, to, but that's that's like your vacation for the year. It is well, well, well for the summer because like that I'm swamped. Like to me, if I can get like two, you know three how many days, weddings this this year? Do you not around that? Tell time. all your friends not, not, not to get married. That that was a uh, that was a that but, was a quick trip. That, I'm sure, <laughs> which was good. I mean, the people that got married love them to death, but it, it was uh, it, it cut into the fern schedule. But no, we don't have it. So like my whole thing is if I can go. If I can basically do those two times um, and get a like two nights, maybe three days or three nights, four days is what I really like. Yeah. But you will not. I mean, if I check my phone, it's like probably to text. If Gina goes home and comes back, is a check on her kind of deal. Like it's not. No, um, we don't. We don't see you on your phone. You're not glued to. And I, you know what's funny? I, 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 sh- I literally I show up. You know what's I, funny? I hit though? airplane mode. And I throw in my bag and I do not touch it. And for three it's, days. So, it's so funny because like you walk around the house, right? And all you see is chargers with phones. It's like the time where all of us are just off of our phones. Who, who do I have to text at that point? But but, like, but but think about it though. Like we're not texting anybody. We're all enjoying ourselves. We're having yeah. drinks. Ralph's cooking, yelling at everybody. I'm having. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're on the I, lake. We're on the lake. You know, Kevin's I, over. He he's drunk. You know, I mean, it, it's great. We, Hab comes over in the morning with his morning brews. Cooks, flips the bacon. Flips the bacon. Larry Morgan on the bacon. <laughs> Larry Morgan, I think. Larry Morgan. Give, give is a, a shout out to Larry Morgan. Yeah, Larry Morgan gets we know a Larry, shout out. I, I would say if I had to pick my mic, I might be wrong on this, but like the most listened to people that listen to podcasts, you, Larry Morgan, I might even go top five. I think um, Chris is a big listener. Um, one, two, three. To be honest, CDL, big listener. I think DL, DL shoots me some stuff every once in a while. So we got a we got a good crew of people that are are, are loyal listeners. But I think because we just it's getting ra- bigger, we just rag on our friends all the time. Actually, That's what it's all about. But um, I think we're at a thousand downloads right now. Check it out at the podcast. I I think I, we had Connor on last night. So so basically, what we have to do this has to be a goal is to get Ralph on this thing. I think you might would. have to get some. Well, you might have to get some extended uh, uh, nine ninety. You might have to get some extended um, headsets, you know, for Ralph's big noggin. But I think it'd be fun. There's no way Ralph wears a headset. There's no way Ralph. There's no way. Karen, give me a beer. Yeah, uh, that that'll be. I'm gonna be like Ralph. You got to wear the headset. Be like, I'm, come on, man. I'm not. I'm not wearing the headset. <laughs> yeah, no. He he'll have a Sam, he'll have a Sam Adams. We, you know, but I, I think what we do is we could do that. That brings it back, though, Ralph, American AF. Ralph is American as apple pie. 
He is, dude. And uh, I mean, he, br- I, he brings it to the fourth, though, huh? I, I'm. Well, we got an official proclamation. We do. The, the, the I, I think when we talk about this, people I, are like, I, I hope my par- are like, I hope I hope my parents don't listen to this, but we may have another one coming. Well, the uh, they have a great retirement coming up this year. The an all American retirement. All American retirement. I, I think um, people we kind of we, we kind of talk about this and we talk it up. We definitely talk it up, but if anybody went, it delivers. It, it's not one of those things where we talk it up. And we're the, like the, kinda- the, the fourth is one of those things where you have to go to appreciate it, and once you go, you'll you're, be sucked in. You're never leaving. You're never leaving. I, 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 you're never leaving. I, I, you're I, gonna be there, and you're just gonna have fun. <laughs> you know, I, I tell, I tell, you know, uh, you guys are. I think we have a couple of recruits coming this yeah, year. Yeah, you guys are always loyal, and um, you know, I, I got some other friends of mine that just the schedules just don't work out. You know, I get it. Yeah. Kids, work, yeah. you know, I get it. But then they always tell me how much they missed it. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, we didn't make last year, but, you know, I, we just missed it. And we're, we're going to make it this year. You know, we already booked our time off. I'm, I'm not joking. If I if I was to tell you um, – is, is that one too? No. Oh, no. If, if I was – I don't know. If Spent. Okay. I didn't, okay. I, I, um, like, if I was to miss it, I would be so disappointed because, one – the the people are second to none. It's a blast. But like two, like I said, it is my escapism for like three days. If I can just I can just zone out, hang out with friends, not think. I don't know, dude. I'll tell you right now. I do not know for three to four days what day it is, what time it is. When I, you showered last? Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. I mean, I I can't say like don't care when I eat because there's so much food. But uh, like, you you don't walk away hungry. You do no. If no. If you go to if you go to Fern, you are, and and, and I think I well, to put it honestly, that's I think one of the one of the greatest things we kind of touched on our like core group of friends before. It's a very much a labor of love between a bunch of people, you know. I think everybody kind of pulls their weight when it comes to Fern. Like it's not like, you know, obviously, first and foremost would be Ralph and Miss America because they're hosting, basically you know, children and adult children for, you know, almost a full week. You know, I, but I, I, think, I, I think they may have an easier time with the children. Yes. Than the adult children. Yes. Remember that one year? Did, were you up there the one year that we did, decided we weren't doing the beer trailer and we did bottles? That was like, I think your first year. I The first year, how many years have been up now? I think this is going on four. No, there's more than that. Okay, this well, might so, be my fourth. Okay, but so, I'm saying so this will be the third year of the beer trailer. Yes, yes, that is true. So the year before that, we did bottles. Correct. And Ralph had a fist. Yes. There was bottles everywhere. Yeah. The, the beer trailer is the best thing. Mm. With the amount of food that we have, where are you putting that food? Now, yeah, granted, no Ralph, doubt. we probably got a bunch of freezers. But but, but I'm like, what, but legitimately, the, the... Yeah, you got that reefer trailer. You just the, throw everything in the back Which I think that. is more important than anything else. The amount of food that's I, I, bought. I, I think that that is just a great reason for renting it, to be honest with you. That's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, you can get beer anywhere. I mean, it's convenient having the the yeah the kegs and everything, but the, the just yeah. the... And then two years ago, we went on the Yeti kick. Everybody, well, everybody filled their Yetis. Well, you had the Yetis, and the, the problem was one of my Yetis... Just smelt like beer for like a month after. Yeah, you can't you can't change it up after that. It was you bad. Gotta, you gotta, it was bad because I wanted to use it back as coffee. So now I'm. I'll, I'm t- not- I'll tell you what. You know what you you gotta you guys gotta come to. Next- Did you come to the uh, Christmas in the Forks this year? I didn't. No. You guys gotta come to that next year. 
I'm in. That, that was, that's a parade, right? Yeah. Was Milky down there? Uh, yes. Yes. He yes. went. He went. You guys yes. got to come next we year. Didn't, I, I don't, Dude, what, we had such a good time. Oh, I'm, I mean, I, I, I'm in. I got to check the, the family situation, but I would love to go. I, I think. Oh, my God, Mil- dude. Milky's went last year. Yeah. we Yeah. Had, yeah Chummy was there. We had such a good time. Yeah, that's awesome. We're what did you guys do? Did you go to the house first? Yeah, we went to the house first. Had you know some cheese, crackers, pepperoni, all that stuff, yeah. and then just kind of just hung out and then uh, loaded up the vehicles, grabbed some grabbed some beers, yeah. sitting there drinking Amazing. right on the street. We, Amazing. It was just that, it was it was so much fun. Yeah, it was, it was cool. You know, the kids loved it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing now. I think it gets fun where we can do stuff with the kids because like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bring it like bringing. I mean. You know, Sadie and Louie are obviously a little bit older, but, you know, we start bringing, you know, Brady and crew and Lucian, and, and mm-hmm. like, we get this, like, crew of kids, well, August and our future child, like... Hey, you guys got a name yet? We do. We do. It's it's literally only... No, me and Jane are the only two that know it. It doesn't start with a G. The GTs are not starting with a G. I can't confirm or deny. Um, okay, but, you just did then. <laughs> but, uh, no, I... I uh, I asked Jane, I said, are we going to do GT? And she didn't want to do that. So, I mean, like, it's one, one like, if the name fits kind of deal, but yeah. we didn't want to, like, really jam ourselves up. We've got to only have a couple options. Um, but, no, I, I'd be in on that because I think, I mean, kind of it brings you back as a kid. You know, yeah. going, going to, like, a parade. I mean, going to a parade, but now full circle where. Yeah, you're like, you're bringing your kids. Like, when, you're, you're, when, you're in your, when you're in your mid early mid-20s and don't have a family, like, you don't want to go to that. Like, but, but when no, you, you want to go to the bar. But, yeah, you want to do anything, but, like, anything else. But as you get older, yeah. you get more attached to your parents because of the grandkids. And then it's, like, it allows you. You, you know, it's funny you say that because the older that I get, I think Chris is the same way, too. Like, we just want to see our parents more. Yeah. I think it. I think it's. We, well, like when we, your dad comes in, you must be like, "Hey, dad, what's going on?" Like, you know. Yeah. Well, he was actually. Did you see him when he left? No, he was. You must gone. have just missed each other because he literally left probably thirty seconds before you walked yeah, in. Yeah, he just. He must have just left. Um, but but it's kind of one of those deals. Like now, they come over more because of yeah. you know, their well, their grandson. So, but it's oh, cool. dude, I I mean, listen, I spend so much time with Ralph. Yeah. All the, I mean, but I mean, it's, it's great. But I mean, Sadie grew up with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not like. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but it's like that's the one thing when people talk about not like. We talked to actually the uh, Connor came on yesterday and she said I've been in Plattsburgh my whole life. She goes because of family and I said it's it's kind of it's true for a lot of people up here. Because, yeah, a lot like, of people don't want to leave the area. Yeah, because and, and, you know uh, you know spinning this back around to Clinton Correctional Facility, you see a lot of family names at that prison. Like it's almost like a family business. Meaning like father, son, son, grandfather. grandfather yeah. yeah, you you see a lot of family names at that prison. Now, yeah. granted, I didn't. My dad didn't work in the state. He worked in the feds. But yeah. um, the only about the only cool thing for me to talk about is he understands with what went on, what oh. goes on. Oh yeah. Oh, you gosh, can't yeah. talk because he was he, he was very close with all that. I mean, it, like yeah, yeah. yeah he I was mean, with, he was not there, but he was yeah. He was within the system kind of deal. Like yeah, he them. was in the prison system, so he understood. You know, so if we talk, if I talk to him about locking an inmate up or something like that, he mm-hmm. understands what I'm talking about. You don't understand what I'm talking. No, about. I don't. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, it's just that that kind of brought him and I a little bit closer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. To being able. to for me at least to give me an outlet so I could talk to somebody yeah, about something. You, need it. you know, it's uh Yeah, I mean I do it with my dad. I yeah. I I ran to him or bitched to him about stuff and he knows he knows what I'm talking about. He understands the nuances of the business. Like same thing with you guys, you understand nuances of the business. Like yeah. um no I, I think it's I think it's good, but I think um yeah, I, I mean just the, the fact of like coming full circle, having you know, at this point three generations. It's kinda cool. Like I, I look at from a perspective of 
it was like my parents were both 28 when they had me and I'm 28 when I had crew. And so it kind of like life is the same. So brings like you, brings you kind of full circle, right? Yeah. Like when I, it'll be funny to kind of look at, cause I'm kind of learning too. Like I see him at one years old. So like when he turns say five and goes to kindergarten, I'm going to be the same age as they were, as when they you, were when, when I you went, went to the school bus. So then I can really put in perspective that yep. kind of like what they were going my through, emotions the, yeah. or where I am in yep. life and exactly. things like that. And uh, like I remember certain things my parents thinking they, my parents were so old was like they were in their 30s, you know, or they were in their 40s. And like now you don't seem that old. That's right? not old. Like, like to me, I mean, I, I got a lot of good friends in their 30s and 40s. And to be honest, I'm like pumped for my th- I'm like I'm turning 30 in December. Like I'm pumped for my 30s. Like yeah. I think 30s are going to be way better than my 20s. My 20s were way better than my, you know what I mean? Like every yeah. generation, yeah, every yeah, yeah. decade, get, I think you just build and build and get better. But um, it's kind of cool when it comes full circle. So now you get to really. We're going to see though. I mean, you know, like. Your parents leave you with something, right? Ralph has all this knowledge, has all this yeah. stuff that you yeah. know he's bestowed upon me and Chris and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Break the mold when they made him. I mean, it's not going to be. He, he's he's cut from a different a different uh, different cloth, different cloth, different yeah. cloth. There, yeah. he he's just he's his own person. And yeah, funny, you know. And uh, <laughs> it's funny to watch Chris call him out on some things. I kind of laugh at that stuff, but. Yeah, they're they're, uh, they're they're good. It's a good good relationship. I think, like like when we talked about like giving people shit and taking it. Like Ralph is the Ralph is the ultimate. Ralph, Ralph gives way more. I mean, Ralph takes some shit, but Ralph Ralph can dish it better than a lot of people can. And the thing is, like, yeah, Ralph's smart about it though, because when he dishes it, he knows what he's dishing. He he's and quick. He, he's, he's not very, he's very witty. Yeah, and he's like, not he's not gonna put himself into a position where he's gonna get it dished back on him for you're something. Right, you're he, right. He just not. Yeah. Not gonna happen. Usually, it's kind of like he, he's kind of like a mic drop guy. We'll hit you. Yeah. Out. Yeah. And you're just like, before you before you even have time to respond, you're hitting the floor. Now, now, now. Then again, I mean, the other thing is, he he's got a lot of practice because he's got Chummy there. So Chummy just Chummy's like Ch- Chummy is a great punching bag. That, that's exactly Chummy's a punching bag. He's and a great punching bag. So all, I'll tell you what though, we all practice on Chummy before no, we go after no, each other. No. <laughs> Nobody takes it better than Chummy, though, huh? No, Chummy Ch- Ch- is. Uh, we wouldn't I, make f- as fun of Chummy as much if Chummy wasn't as good as taking it. As I he think is. there might be only one person around us that can take it as well as Chummy. Who do you think that is? That can take it as well as Chummy? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, you got to. I don't know. Rossi. See, I, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ross can take it pretty well, dude. But, but this is uh, so 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 Ross. Um, I don't know him that well. Yeah. Um, I know him. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, if I'm there, I'm hanging out with him. Like, we, we can chit chat. But I didn't grow up. But yeah. grow up with him. So Ross can take it though. Kenny is he oh, good? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. The first. I think the first. He's got, he's got to come back up. The first, I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I've, I, I've seen the him. First, I saw him the first, yesterday. The but. first year at the fourth, though, he passed out in somebody's vehicle. Nobody could find him. Well, we couldn't find him. Couldn't find him. Couldn't find him. Like nine thirty in the morning, <laughs> somebody walks by one of the vehicles. There's Ross passed out in somebody's vehicle. That was epic. That was the Ross McAllister Award. I think we, uh, think we. Made well, every year, someone actually. Well, last year nobody really got. Nobody really got nobody it. Really did well, we talk about we year. talk about a, an award. We basically talk about the person that gets the most in, in Ralph's turn box card. Um, I think, or the, or is the most obnoxious. It's it's we've had, it's, we've had a couple of those. It's too. Kind of one in the same. Yeah. I mean, uh, the first year went went Ross. We had a few other, a few other good candidates that won. Um, 
Yeah, but you, didn't we make like the Larry Morgan Giving Award or? Uh, uh, we had the uh, Larry Morgan. Uh, we had the well, we had the MVP award. That, that would be Larry Morgan because well, not, not only did he travel the furthest, well, we had the far, his, far contri- his contributions were. Well, he brings the toilet products. He, we stock up. Ralph's still stocked up, you know. He's still, still stocked up. The basement. Ra- Ralph, Ralph basically is ready for Armageddon. Oh, Ralph! Yeah, you ain't gonna. But all I heard about today was a standalone generator. Yeah, he just bought one. Another. Yeah, he just bought yeah, another said, one. You mean another one? Another. It's one. gonna be standalone. Kicks on as soon as the power goes out. I go. What are you doing with the other one? Oh, I'm not getting rid of that. Ralph is my actually go to for anything to buy. He's my consumer reports. Well, he will research it better than you will ever think of researching it. Yes. Just Ralph. Yeah. That's what he does. He's a man of many talents. But I, I think we uh, we get the MVP award. We, we got the saying too now. Because, you know, Ralph always gives the best advice. So <laughs> Ralph, you don't know nothing. Exactly. Ralph, you don't know it, nothing. Exactly <laughs> it. Exactly it. So, you know, Ralph, Ralph, he's great. He gives, gives Chris and I the best advice, even if you don't want to hear it. He's always the one to, you know, give us the, the straight and narrow and uh, tell us, you know, what we don't want to hear. But he's always right on it. But now he's got it to the point. I'll tell you what you want to, or what you need to hear. You can listen to me. You cannot listen to me. And he's going to end it. But Ralph don't know nothing. Or Ralph, Ralph don't know a goddamn thing. Nope. You know? You got a better chance of catching polio. Got a better chance of catching polio. Another Ralph saying. That's, uh, there's got to, we really should start writing these down. You should. We should. Like, like, we like probably like, make a book out of like, it. Like, don't, don't, don't say anything to him. But we just like, this is what we'll do this year. As this is going along, hopefully Ralph doesn't listen to this podcast. He will, but whatever. As Ralph's going along, he'll forget by the time we get there, probably. Uh, maybe, don't, 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 yeah, don't, maybe not. Don't count your... Maybe not. We'll have to do it discreetly. So what's going to happen is anytime we hear a, a Ralph quip, we're going to end up writing it down. Yeah, but it, it just can't be just one, right? So no, no. It's, it's got to be one that... Like, it's gotta, it's like, gotta, come yeah. on, man. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, got to yes, it's gotta be... It's got to have some... That, it's got to have some substance behind some, it. Some longevity to, yeah. to the same. You, know, you got a better chance of catching polio. That's or, a guarantee. You know, <laughs> uh, but Ralph don't know a goddamn thing. Ralph don't know... Hey, Ralph is R-E-T-I-R-E-D. That he is. That he is. So. That he is. Okay. So, um, any, anything else we want to talk about before we... Uh, uh, I don't know. We wrap. We, we're just gonna have to schedule another show. I, I think we can. We can. Um, we we will do something at. Maybe, maybe I'll have to be number forty six. We do that double. Actually, no, forty five. We're the four or five coming well, back. You know, you said you coming know, back. No, so, you know, you walked in. You said, you know, you know, you're episode twenty three. I said, hey, MJ. MJ got six. It was my, uh, my man. Come back. We're the forty five. Jay Z. We're, so. we're, we're the forty five. You know, just, it'll be like the comeback. Be. Uh, <laughs> Was that 90, uh, 95? Yeah, but he only wore it for one year, right? He didn't wear it for that long. I was going to say, because he went back to he went back. He went back to the playoffs that year in 95 when they made the playoffs and wore the 23. I was going to say, he went back 23 very quick. He was 45 for a hot minute, and that was it. Um, but uh, I, it's funny when you and Chris were talking on Chris's podcast. I'm like, Chris sitting here, I'm like, Chris, you don't know anything about the Chicago Bulls. Like I knew everything. Oh, about, I knew everything yeah, about the Chicago. He went on the Chicago Bowl. Yeah, I, right. I said I know everything about the Chicago Bulls from that time. But uh, that was kind of that's what kind of what uh, jogged my memory. You said that today. I was like, oh, you're episode twenty three. I'm like, yeah. oh no, Jordan. There we go. So there go, uh, no, we'll, we'll get you. We'll definitely do another one. But I, I want to. I, I think at Fern, I want to try to incorporate. We'll probably do like just like a mic setup. Yeah. Meaning, I'll set up the mics, and it's kind of just whoever filters in. You no, know, get get Amma to get in. We get get Ralphie. We'll see how long you can sit there for when everybody just 
drops by on the podcast. I think I think we'll probably no, we'll do one. We'll do one day. We'll just kind of sit around the podcast, chit chat. I'll have everything hooked up, um, and then as we should see if we can get Kevin on there. We could, because that would be epic. I mean, he'd be kicking everybody's butt. I mean, we'd have we'd have a good we, we'd have we'd have enough characters on there. We could make it happen. So, um, so we're gonna stop there. Uh, but we will, uh, like I said, we, you will see more of Kono. I think in future episodes, a loyal a loyal Galen Trombley show listener. So, uh, Kono, anything else you want to mention before we're, we head off air, or just uh, we'll see you soon. Appreciate appreciate you wanting to come on. Appreciate, yeah, a lot of fun. No, this is good. I I, uh, I uh, like I said, I know we've uh, we've, we've talked about doing this. It was we we got you in. I we think. only had to reschedule once. And then reschedule our time a couple times this week. Yeah, we, we were okay. We we, we're good. we made it happen. It so, um, but other than that, I want to, I want to thank Kona for coming on uh, again. This is episode twenty three, Michael Jordan, um, of the Galen Trombley Show. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling G A E L A N. T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.